Welcome to the Educator State of Mind podcast, the best daily resource for educators to thrive at work and flourish in life. I'm your host, Jake Ruzzi. Every day, we'll explore tips, tricks, tools, practices, and stories to help you achieve and maintain a healthy life-work balance while working in education. Let's get to it. There's a feeling that I get that I think is kind of underrated in a lot of ways. And I might be alone in this, but I think if we take a different approach at this feeling and at this mindset and at this experience, it could be pretty cool. It might sound ridiculous, but just bear with me for a second. I have kind of enjoyed recently the feeling of not getting everything I want to do done. I've enjoyed the feeling of not getting all my work done. I've enjoyed the feeling of having some loose ends, which if you've listened to some of my other episodes up until this point, that might sound weird as I've been telling you how to clean up some of your loose ends and organize your loose ends and prevent loose ends. But here's the thing. I think there's a difference between having so many undone tasks that we're considered behind and we're stressed out and we're anxious There's like a sweet spot that I've found where if I can have a little bit of stuff that I haven't gotten done, I kind of like that feeling. It's weird. I'll admit it. It's weird. But here's the thing. That means I know exactly where I have to pick up when I get started again. And I think that that can be a really powerful tool for us. And in fact, this isn't a new idea. I'm not making this up from my own experience. It's actually coming from somewhere, and I've just been thinking about it. This idea was kind of first popularized by Ernest Hemingway, and now it's called the Hemingway Bridge, or the Hemingway Method. And what I'm drawing on is this idea that he laid out for his creative work, that when he was in a creative work session, when he was working, he would only stop writing if he knew what was going to come next, if he knew what he wanted to write next, if he knew what he wanted to work on right this second. But he did the opposite of what you would expect, and he would just stop. He'd stop writing, and he'd move on for the day. So he would have this feeling that he didn't get everything done that he wanted to. He would leave what people call now a Hemingway Bridge, so that the next time that he sat down He knew exactly what to do. He knew exactly where he had left off. And I've been kind of playing around with this. There's a couple of ways that you can do it too. It's kind of like leaving a trail of breadcrumbs for yourself. And you can do this by, you know, if you're a writer, that's an easy thing to do. You just write the next part of your, whatever you're writing. The way that I do it in my role is I have my to-do list and I make sure I know exactly what I want to do right now. But if it can wait till tomorrow... Like if you can genuinely wait until tomorrow and with no ill consequences, I will put it on my list for tomorrow and then I'll go home. It's kind of a weird feeling. At first, it's a little unnerving. At first, it is not something that feels good or that you should be doing, but I've been kind of enjoying it. I'll be honest with you. It's kind of nice because then here's here's what happens. Once I sit down again and I start picking up on those things that I knew I needed to do and I already know the steps I need to do to take it, it's already been decided and I I thought about it yesterday. I already know what I need to do. I could have done it yesterday, 
but I can do it right now, today. And that's going to kickstart my productivity for the day. That's going to kickstart my ability to just start getting stuff done. And I think that when used properly, it can be a super powerful tool. Of course, it's super easy to screw it up and abuse it, especially when we have a lot of stuff to do. And we need to be realistic with ourselves. We can't do this all the time. I think it's a really nice, fun method, but let's be realistic. There's some things that we can't put off. There's some things we just have to get done, and not everything can wait and just be put off until we want to have this cool, magical productivity experience. Like, that's just not how it works. Sometimes we have to get stuff done, and we can't use something like a Hemingway bridge. But when we can, it might be a good practice to just give it a shot. Just try to leave something undone or a project partially finished. For example, I wrote a, a letter of progress for a student, and I finished the letter. I knew the next steps that I had to take to print it off, sign it, rescan it, and email it to the people. But, you know, I was ahead of my deadline, surprisingly, and I decided I wasn't going to do those last couple of steps. I was going to put it off till the next day. That next day happened to be today when I walked into work, and that was the first thing I did. And then once I got that done, I felt pretty good because I had already completed something of value, and then the rest of my day went pretty well. I have to say, I got some good stuff done. Was it much different than any other day? Did I achieve more? No. In fact, today, if I'm being honest, I probably achieve less than I usually do, but that's okay. That's all right. What I did do, though, is I broke through some of that initial sludge that you get when you first try to sit down and start your work. That hesitation of like, oh, I'm just not ready, or I'm not sure if I have everything ready to go. What do I work on first? I didn't have to worry about that. I, I knew, because I had set it up yesterday, that this was going to be the first thing I worked on when I came back. And then since I did that, I was already in a good flow, and I could start working on other stuff. So let me know what you think. Have you ever used a Hemingway bridge? Maybe you have unknowingly. If you give it a shot, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Educator State of Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback is extremely valuable because together we can make the show the best daily resource for educators. And did you know that you can get involved with the show? If you'd like to learn more about being a part of the podcast, head over to jakerusey.com forward slash podcast for more information. I accept submissions for episode ideas, sound clips to include in the show, and invitations for interviews. If you have something important to say, let's get it on the show. Thanks again, and have a spectacular day.